Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God, talk about it, allow it to transform our lives. And today I'd like to address a question that I heard and gave a new answer to. It's a common question, but this week at San Diego State University, it came up quite often, more than normal. And actually, some of my answer to it was a bit different than normal. And so I want to get right into it and talk about it because it's a, it has to do with the problem of evil. Why is there evil in the world? And there were some students who seemed to be particularly upset at evil in the world. Now, lots of times this happens when we suffer personally from it. Other times it happens when we just want to accuse and blame God. One fellow was quite upset and the violence going on, the war going on in Israel right now. And that doesn't have anything to do with him directly, but he wanted to blame God for these things. But others were more personally involved in things that they'd happened. One fellow had, his sister had been evidently murdered. And uh, someone else was dealing with one, why did someone they knew had cancer? And so these are really important questions. And we don't want to get angry at God about it, but we do want to have good answers. Now, normally, I answer this question related to free will, that, that this is the problem in why there's evil in the world. But it's a little bit different this time. So let me go to a conversation we had with someone who would not give their name, but only identified themselves as a trans individual. Now, I don't really know if it was a man or a woman. I don't know if there was a man becoming a woman, woman becoming a man. I really couldn't tell. So I'm just calling it a trans individual. And as they were, as this person was quite taken, quite angry at God about the problems in the world, I, I asked, well, what would you like God to do about it? What do you want God to do? You're very judgmental. You're very critical. What do you want him to do? And the trans individual said, I would like God to show up and actually do something. That's interesting. That's interesting. I want God to show up. And it made me stop and think about, okay, do you really want that? Because I want that. This is a time when maybe we agree but maybe not agreeing on what that would look like because there are many times God does show up and do something about evil. And two times came to my mind that I, I uh, preached on and God brought this to my mind. It actually was quite a powerful moment. I think a lot of students were really taken by it and listening carefully to what happens when God shows up. The first time we talked about is that God, two times God shows up, and one I mentioned was the flood of Noah. In Genesis 6, it says God, that the earth had become so full of corruption. Man had become so evil. The earth was filled with violence that God said, I regret that I made man. I'm going to blot him out from the face of the earth. Man had become so evil, and there was so much evil in the world that God said, I regret it. I'm going to blot him out. And there's a judgment that came. And this is one way that God shows up relating to the problem of evil. He brings judgment. And indeed, he, he did it other places as well, Sodom and Gomorrah. Many places God brings judgment. And I asked this person, I don't know if you, is this what you want him to do? This is one way God can do with, deal with evil. He can destroy all evil. He can destroy all evildoers. 
he can he can and and he can uh anyone who does wrong he can just obliterate them but if he did that what hope is there for you and me if god destroyed all violent people all hateful people all cruel people all bullies all slanderers and gossips if god destroyed if god just wiped out everybody who's ever done who does things that are wrong what about you and me would we still be left who would be left on earth would this person who was crying out god show up and do something and wanting all the attention on god you take care of other people but would this person still be the trans individual still be around the guy who was upset about his sister being killed, and, and rightfully so, no doubt about it. But it seems like all he wanted to do was blame God. I don't know, he doesn't mention a word about the abuser, about the criminal, about the violent person. All he wanted to do is blame God. I've found that this is so common in our culture. If things go right, we take credit for them. If things go wrong, we want to blame God. It's his fault. And if someone does something good for us, well, sometimes we're grateful. If something someone does something bad to us, we're very ungrateful. Uh, obviously, we're angry. But often, we not only blame the individual, we blame God. So if God showed up and God judged all evil, my question, would you be around? If God judged all evil, you know, this evening, would you still be here at midnight tonight? And the answer is no. We'd all be judged. And so... That's one way God deals with the problem of evil. He judges evildoers. Now, we can know that one day he will. And, and right now, God is patient, and God is allowing a chance for repentance. God, doesn't, God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. God says mercy triumphs over judgment. God would rather save us than judge us. And so this is a time of patience of God and grace and kindness where God's, the door is open for God's salvation to come to you and to come to our loved ones and come to this world that we can have an opportunity to repent and come to him. But we must do it now. The door will one day close. It will one, the, the door to the ark one day closed. And all the people who mocked Noah and said this idea of God's judgment, come on, Noah. Well, the door closed. The rain came. It was a little bit too late. And my friend, if you have not yet been reconciled to God, if you not yet have, have repented before him, acknowledged your sin, uh, ask for forgiveness, turn to Jesus Christ, then do it now while you still have opportunity. Well, this leads to the second time God showed up. Again, there's many, many times, but the first time we talked about was the, cro- uh, the flood of Noah. The second time we talked about was the cross of Jesus Christ, the cross of Christ. And this time... God showed up again to deal with the problem of evil. but and, and God does bring judgment. God will judge all evil. Make no mistake. Do not be mistaken. Do not be deceived. God will judge all evil. In the flood of Noah, he destroyed all humanity, except for Noah and his wife, their three sons, and, and the three sons, three wives. Eight people brought through the flood. But now God shows up again when Jesus came to earth. Indeed, that's his name. Emmanuel means God with us. Jesus, God come in the flesh. And he came to earth and he dealt with the issue of our sin. 
He came to save us from our sins. This is just another word for evil. All sin is evil. It is evil to sin. And so when you ask, how's God going to deal with evil? The question is, does God deal with our sin? And, And our sin must be dealt with. And indeed, you consider and stop and think that the, almost all suffering that, you, that I can think of, it comes either because I have sinned, done something wrong outside of the law of God, or someone else has sinned and their sin has affected me, even if it goes all the way back to Adam. And this, of course, is why we even have death, death in the world. All suffering, all evil in our world comes about as a result either of our sin, or someone else's sin. And so God dealt with it one way at the flood of Noah, but he dealt with it a second way at the cross of Jesus Christ. And this is that Jesus, God showed up. He came to earth. He lived this perfect life. He went to the cross. Jesus died on the cross. Why? Well, the Bible teaches that the wages or punishment of sin is death. The consequence of sin is death. Jesus never sinned, and yet Jesus died for our sins. He took our sin upon himself. It's as if all the things you and I have ever done, that in thought, word, or deed, that were sinful, that violated the way God made us to be, that were a violation of God's law, it's as if all those things were transferred off of us onto Jesus Christ. And then he suffered and he died for us. And indeed, he did die, and it was horrendous. Someone was asking that, that, well, Jesus only hung on the cross for a while, and no people have died a lot longer. That's right. There's some people who've suffered a lot longer than Jesus suffered. He was only on that cross for a matter of hours before he died. And as cruel and terrible as crucifixion is, I mean, can't think of a worse way to die. Yet, on the other hand, some people suffer with illnesses for a long time and have a long process of dying. And that's quite, quite hard. But what Jesus did that set him apart from all others is that for those hours on the cross, he bore the wrath of God. He bore the wrath of God, the judgment of God for all the sins of all the world, all the people in the history of the world. And you stop and consider that, my friends. That's a lot. That's a heavy weight. This is why in the Garden of Gethsemane, he cried out and prayed, oh God, take this cup away from me. The cup of what cup? the cup of suffering, the cup of God's wrath, the cup of God's judgment. And Jesus, as he hung on that cross for those hours, he was bearing the full weight of the judgment of God for the sins of the world. And this is so the second time that I mentioned that God showed up to deal with evil. Now, here's here's the important thing. The first time we bore the judgment, the second time he bore the judgment. The first time we died, the second time Christ died. And so there's two two instances here, and and I asked this trans individual, which one do you want to relate to you? Do you want to suffer and die and be punished for what you've done, or do you want Christ to suffer and die as a substitute and a sacrifice on your behalf? I didn't get an answer, but I want to go back to a Further, I, this person did stop and think and didn't say much the rest of the day. They just stood there for quite a while and listened. But I do want to go back to um, uh, finish the whole sentence this trans individual had said earlier. Remember, they had said, I want God to show up. And actually, the sentence went beyond that. 
I would like, and here's what's actually said, I would like God to show up and actually do something, and then I'd like him to take accountability for this mess we're in. Well, that's not the right approach. The right approach is we need to take accountability for this mess we're in. We need, remember, I, I mentioned earlier when I talk of the problem of evil, I usually deal with free will. God created the world good. All the evil in our world today, all the death, all the suffering, all the illnesses, all the strife, all the wars, it all comes about. It wasn't the way God made it to be. It comes about because we have departed from the ways of God. We've gone independent. We've sinned. We've rebelled. There's a rebellion that's starting in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve decide to eat of that fruit, a rebellion got started, and it's continued to this day. And the, the salvation message gives you and I an opportunity to leave the rebellion and receive forgiveness, clemency, shall we say, for having, having been part of an insurrection against the authority of God himself. We all were part of it. You all were part of the, we were all part of the rebellion, and it, may, it, it isolated us. It condemned us to the domain of darkness and eternal suffering. Jesus came to give us eternal life that we might escape the domain of darkness, enter into the kingdom of God, and live life now forgiven, reconciled to God, begin to live life as it's meant to be lived, in the joy and peace and love of God. I pray you'll enter into that as long as well as I. Shall we pray about it? Father in heaven, we bless you today and we thank you that you are a God who will deal with all evil. Vengeance is yours, you said, you will repay. And I thank you, Lord, that if we have been the victims of evil from other people, that you will settle the score in time and you will bring about justice. But we also confess that we've sinned against you and that we're part of the problem. And so, Father, today, I pray every one of us on this, every one of us here would have a spirit of repentance and faith, acknowledging our own accountability, not blaming you for the evil, but taking responsibility ourselves. I have sinned, and I turn to you. I turn from it, and I turn to God for salvation, forgiveness, power, and a new life. And I ask this, and I know this is only possible through Jesus Christ. So I pray today for any who are here who have not yet believed in Jesus, received Jesus, that they would at even this very moment invite you to be their Savior and Lord and to live this new life in the kingdom of God. I pray for this, and I bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Don't you love the Word of God? Don't, it's so, so wise, so smart. It's got the answers, my friends. There are perplexing questions in life. The, the answers are found in the Word of God. But you got to dig in, you got to find them, you got to think about it. That's why we come here every day, and I hope you will join us if you're new. A special welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to the channel, hit the notify, hit the little bell button there. You'll be notified when we go live uh, and when we have videos that we post. And share with your friends, post on your social media. If you know someone who struggles with this problem of evil, Pass this video along to them. Post it on Facebook, Instagram, whatever your social media you, you use. And uh, I'd, I'd appreciate if you do that. Like the video on the way out. And meanwhile, to all of you, I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. God bless you. I love you. And have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.